Businesses have learned one thing in the last two years. It's that digital transformation is a dish best served well in advance of a global crisis. Even before the COVID-19 pandemic unleashed untold confusion on the world, organisations of all sizes were starting to understand that digital was changing the dynamics of global business, with many leaders struggling to keep up with the pace of change. Today we're talking about how European organisations are dealing with the demands of digital acceleration, and how during the pandemic many realised that the pain of staying the same was actually greater than the pain of digital change. I'm delighted on the Workday podcast today to be joined by Carolyn Horn, Workday's Amir President. Carolyn, welcome to the show. Thanks, Steve. Glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. And I wanted to start with getting straight in there with this idea that companies realised during the pandemic that the transformation journey had maybe they'd been moving slowly towards has suddenly been pushed to the top of the, the to-do list and become priority number one. How do you how do you see that? I, th- I think you alluded to in, in your introduction, Steve. The idea that businesses often embrace change when actually transforming and going through that process is actually less painful than doing nothing and keeping things the same. Yeah. And and that pain, that happened to be a global pandemic, <laughs> as you know. Yeah. We saw hundreds of European businesses realise that their old systems of record, based on ageing technology platforms, could not respond to the challenges of a global lockdown and a fundamental need for operating their businesses remotely. Sure. According to KPMG, 63% of CEOs said their processes and execution moved too slowly. And McKinsey said that 80% of organisations said that they were taking too long to make decisions. 67% said that they were losing ground and feared that they had become irrelevant if they do not adapt and, more importantly, adapt soon. So I I think it's important to reiterate that change was happening before COVID. It's it's not you. And and, and business leaders do see the huge value of digital. But yet so many are locked into the old ways of working and legacy tools that have accumulated over many years. And and we know from experience that that's no easy thing at all to transform. Sure. Yeah. All really good points. It's very much an evolution rather than than, than a revolution, right? So I think I, I recently read a a McKinsey report where some of the respondents said it took an average of 11 days to shift the business to, re- to remote working when previously that would have, would have taken a year. So it's, it's pretty incredible, really, but also shows what can be achieved. Um, obviously, it wasn't the same for all businesses. You know, thinking about the digital acceleration gap um, that we talk about a lot here at Workday, organisations struggle to keep up with that change. So how can businesses thrive in, and I know this is an, it's an overused term, but dare I say it, the, the new normal? Yeah, the new normal. Well, I'd start by saying that if you want to operate at a new level of speed and agility, you can't be saddled by ERP systems of the past. That model is not only backwards looking, it uses fragmented data and calcified processes. And too often it's actually created by just merely porting outdated software into the cloud. And that's not transformation, that's just replicating old failings. And following on from that, Steve, organisations need to quickly move from planning to execution to analysis and be prepared to restart that cycle with each new opportunity or challenge. Do your back office tools allow you to continuously recalibrate? That's the question you have to ask. Ask yourself and your teams, do we actually run in the now? An organisation can't run at speed if silos amongst teams and systems delay actions and decisions. To really run in the now, businesses must break down their silos to operate seamlessly and in real time. 
those are the places I would start when initiating the steps to digital change. Yeah, I mean, there's, you, you raised some of the key questions there that I think organisations you know, should be asking. And I think we sort of briefly touched on you know, organisations and, and workday customers a, a couple of times. But Carolyn, you, you know, these, these are organisations that have called time on legacy RP for, for some of the reasons you've just been talking about. But what are your actual observations about the EMEA region that you obviously have responsibility for here in, in regard to digital change? What are you seeing there? Yeah, it's, well, we've seen how organisations with the right approach to technology can thrive during challenging times. Those businesses, they've actually freed themselves from the burden of the legacy enterprise ERP systems and, and turned to what we call enterprise management cloud the backbone of digital transformation. Mm. We've already seen a movement of global outperformers that have made the shift with big results. And for me, what's been so striking about the last two years is the pace at which customers have actually turned to Workday. Mm. Their appetite for a new modern technology, this new class of software, which is really more of an operating system for business than a collection of codes in the cloud, if you like. Yeah. It's truly impressive given the challenges that our customers are facing. And worked out, you know, we've made huge commitment to the growth in EMEA region and we now have, well, nearly 2,800 employees and we're now present in 14 countries. And we look after more than 675 EMEA headquartered organisations and we now have dedicated data centres in Dublin and Amsterdam. And if you look at IDC's latest data, ERM market share 2021, our growth rate in Europe is at 30.6%, which I think think keeps some of our competi <laughs> competitors <laughs> and gives them a few sleepless nights, put it that way. Yeah, I bet it does. You know, in addition to sort of speaking to you here today, I'm, you know, I, I've been presenting on some of the other Workday podcasts and I get to speak to our customers and industry experts. And I think one thing that comes back time and time again is the importance of, of culture in driving um, in digital change. I wondered if you could maybe talk a little bit about, you know, how this is more than just a, a technology deployment. You know, you don't just change the technology. It's actually important to, to, to change that culture as well. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's certainly not just a question of deploying the right technology. Absolutely not. Transformation, in fact, any growth requires a real commitment to finding the right talent. Sure. If I think about how we do things at Workday, a huge part of that is our unique culture which is designed to meet the needs of all of our employees. The employees create the culture as well. Yeah. Our leadership team, they work together to make every employee experience and culture a priority every day. And as, as we expand into new regions and new markets, we're building a diverse workforce and cultivating our employee first culture to ensure that we have the right people to support our customers. Mm. And this has led to recognitions such as being placed number three on the 2020 Fortune Best Places, Best Workplaces and Technology list, number seven on the most recent Fortune Best Workplaces for Diversity list, and number three in the Best Workplaces in Europe 2019 awards. And it's not all about the awards, of, of course. Mm. It's all about leaders living and breathing the company's values and culture day in and day out. Yeah. And we do that here at Workday. It's absolutely in the DNA. And you have to take employees on that journey as well. Otherwise, you're going to meet resistance to change and also not really understand how effective your changes have been. You know, you mentioned how EMEA is a huge focus for Workday growth, but can you talk to me a little bit about that and, and what you're seeing across the EMEA region? 
Yeah, Steve, you know, here we are, we're, we're post-Brexit. And, you know, what's funny is, is that while companies from different EMEA countries may not have identical business challenges, they are united in their understanding that digital transformation is fundamental to their ability to survive persistent change. Yeah. And if I look at the UK business, Workday can now count about 30% of the FTSE 100 customers. And it should come no surprise that some of those most forward-thinking businesses in the UK have started their Workday journey. And that includes companies such as AstraZeneca, BP, GSK, Ocado, Schroeder's Personal Wealth and, and Unilever. And then if we go to the DAC region and we think about the DAX 40, 40% of the DAX 40 are Workday customers, such as um, Delivery Hero, Daimler, Deutsche Bank, Puma. And then, you know, coming to France, there we have now 35% of the CAC 40 as customers. And, you know, just to name some of those, Airbus, Michelin, Thales, Veolia. We're committed to meeting our customers where they are in their digital journey rather than preaching about where we think that they should be. And we're pushing forward with our obsession for getting customers live on time and accelerating their path to value. And that's what unites customers in this region. We have a wonderful community. It doesn't really matter what country they're from, what nationality, we just have that real strength of the Workday customer community. Yeah, that's fabulous to hear. So some of those stats are... They're pretty breathtaking. I know, I know we're almost out of time today. Now I, I want to. Um, I don't want to ask you about talent because, you know, I think bringing in the right people is such a crucial element in, in supporting both digital and that cultural change that you were talking about earlier. Can you tell me a little bit about that and also about Workday's search for for the best talent? Yeah, um, I mean. All businesses need the right talent if they're to emerge from this pandemic and actually thrive. And that's about having an engaged workforce and keeping employees motivated and satisfied and satisfied in their careers. It's also about bringing in great people. And Workday is no different. And we're expanding our global workforce by 20% in 2021 to help customers on the rapidly accelerating journey towards digital transformation. In 2020, we were ranked number two on the Great Place to Work <coughs> UK Best Workplaces list. And we understand the importance of an engaged, empowered workforce in guiding an organisation through challenging times. We were also ranked number seven on the Great Place to Work France Best Workplaces. It's a mouthful, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then similarly, number 13 on the Great Place to Work Germany Best Workplaces. So at Workday, we believe that diversity is one of our greatest strengths and that the world is open. And then when you combine what makes you uniquely you and what makes us uniquely us, there's just no limit to what we can achieve. Well, that's just about all we have time for on the Workday podcast today. I want to thank Carolyn Horn, the Workday Emmy president, for joining me today, Carolyn. Thanks very much. Oh, thanks, Steve, for having me. And you can also find out more about the open positions that we have here at Workday by visiting workday.com and navigating through to the careers section. You've been listening to Steve Dunn on the Workday podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Until next time, have a great Workday.